Welcome, babbling heretics and doomed sinners, to a surprise Danger Club edition of Merkbook. Hey, Merkbook. The game where poor, unfortunate souls desperately hurl themselves at Apocalypse's feet, and where carrion birds pick away at the remains of their character sheet. Um, we had nice. a bit of a surprise hiccup in the recording schedule, so like a fevered priest of the two-headed basilisk, I locked myself away in my dank and fetid chambers for a day and a night and learned a new game for us to play. This is the result, and these three are the brave or foolish wanderers that will be flaying corpses or fleeing for their lives in this heavy metal, multiple any award-winning game that we will play for the next couple of hours. Introducing themselves, these familiar faces are... Colin, Dan, Ross. <laughs> why did you pause, Ross? Don't know, why not? Yeah, dramatic. Do who could I it be? I quite liked it. I who quite liked it. Be? Yeah. That, that, I mean, it was the worst introduction I think we've ever done for ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Usually we're definitely. like, oh yeah, it's me. Hey, yeah. Yeah, What's that was that on? was really pretty bad. You guys are my Charlie's angels. <laughs> um, uh, I I was up. Uh, quite late last night uh, putting the finishing touches to this uh, and I had to crash this game in a very short amount of time even though it is rules light uh, so bear with us dangerlings uh, also bear with us because Dan has actual COVID uh, and yeah, has bravely bravely brought himself to his <laughs> keyboard anyway um, despite the illness which is kind of Morg Borg anyway um, and also uh, don't forget to bear with Ross but that's just for the, the usual and glaringly obvious reasons yeah <laughs> <laughs> Um, so guys, welcome. Did you know that Merkborg, um, which I think I'm pronouncing right because it's got an umlaut and I'm pretty sure that the, the, I'm using the Björk rule here. Um, so uh, Merkborg, yeah. right? I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think sense. so. I think um, you're right. It means dark fort. Mm. Dark Fort, eh? Dark Fort, yeah, the Dark Fort. Um, it's written by Pell Nielsen and Johan Nur of Occult or Master Games and Stockholm Cartel. Uh, winning best writing, best layout and design, product of the year, best supplement, best online content. But enough about me. <laughs> He's back. He's back. Here we um, go. Yeah. Uh, so, guys, how do you feel about stepping into the dungeons of the of the of the OSR, which is twisted to fit uh, a Swedish flail while doom metal plays in the background? Yeah, I, yeah. I, I looked at the um, the rule book and like it's got some amazing art in it, and it beautifully, beautiful like it, like it won the award for it. It's beautifully designed as well. Um, so I'm interested to see. Like, it's quite interesting that they like. Yeah, it's very dark, but it's also hu like we also want to focus on humor as well and and comedy as well, which is you know our forte. It which is. is great. It is. It feels like a Rick and Morty game. Do you know what I mean? It feels like a Rick and Morty episode. Right. Like, it's, it's quite <laughs> post-apocalyptic, funny, but, like, quite dark and twisted as well at the same time. 
Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It is like you know the, the 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 dimension that Rick's picked just to be edgy, as just to the, the edgiest dimension he could ever find. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's it's kind of like that, and yeah, it has got like that decidedly. And it sounds like a criticism, and it's not decidedly one note graphic design. But in yeah. that note, is exceedingly successful at what it intends to do. Um, like uh, you cannot really look at the book or the website. You can just flick to any just random <laughs> one page, and you kind of will know what the game is entirely about. About just by looking at one page yeah um, it succeeds in what it sets out to do and i've noticed just a, a swell and a trend of people like praising it uh, including people on our own discord by the way so if you did chime in to uh to switch over to patreon i mean i'm going to advertise the hell out of this anyway so um, <laughs> so yeah you know surprise we're doing it huh lol uh be careful what you say in the discord it might come true um, <laughs> but uh but yeah people have been saying like and it was interesting i've noticed is that it, it favors like dip-ins and one shots um to the point where i'm not sure how many people play a full campaign of it mainly because they likely go insane but partially because i'm noticing videos being like oh if you want to play Merkborg for like campaign play as if it's not the initial option like it seems to be the secondary option that people choose um don't you get like if it's a campaign you get more like you don't level up but you get more omens or something a day or something like oh yeah yeah omens um yeah uh the uh omens yeah 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 you get more omens i've sort of realized i forgot to do something with dan um <laughs> oh no uh, I, I just made my character everybody i'm so i've been under a blanket for the last week um and i'm still partially under a blanket so i have no idea what to expect on this i'm completely new to this game um <laughs> I'm, I'm. T it feels like there's going to be shouting involved, which I'm not physically capable of right <laughs> <Yeah>. now. <laughs> I messaged Dan yesterday, and he was just like, "I'm under a blanket, so I'm good." <laughs> <laughs> That's my bar right now. Yeah. So what are what are, om are omens important, or is it better to explain those later? Is it? I'm going to explain the right them. Time? I'm going to explain them. Take ten seconds, but okay. I'm gonna um, I'm okay. gonna allay one of your fears. Uh, you don't have to shout. Don't worry. Don't Hooray. worry, Dan. Uh, you personally don't have to do any shouting. Whatever choices you made for your character can be as husky or as wispy as you like. That also pans into the Merkborg's uh, protagonists being uh, underpowered and terrified. Um, so uh, right now, uh, an omen is basically, you could think of it uh, like we use advantage and stuff, but there's a few rules for it. You get like a, perhaps a couple a day and they kind of maybe recharge each day. Um, I'm going to flip a coin for you right now, Dan, because uh, you get D2 when you start. Nice. Um, you're either going to get the, this coin I'm using, the, the Dead Queen of Doom or the Gates of Justice. It's the Gates of Justice. You start playing with two omens. Oh, nice. Nice. Um, that's and good that, and that seeks <laughs> us nicely into me asking you guys um about your characters uh we we as dan's mentioned we we kind of rolled up characters using the the multiple tables supplied uh on the website and in the free pdf um to get these people's characters and exactly who they are so without any further ado i mean don't necessarily introduce what your characters look like let's just let we'll do that in game but like what <laughs> what weird stuff did you get with your characters, chaps. Oh, okay. So don't don't describe them yet. Yeah, let's leave the visual introduction till we're in in game. But let's talk about like what 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 was the events of your roles that you got when you rolled on the table and stuff, or your character class. Right. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Ross, why don't you go first? I don't know why I'm taking over hosting. But, um... <laughs> uh, thanks. Cause yeah. Duck and weave yeah. That yeah, just see what I did. Um. So m my name's Brian. Um. My class is Esoteric 
hermit. I have. Uh, do you want me to talk to you about my backstory, or shall I if, wait? If it was, if it was the result of a random roll, yes. But if it yeah, wasn't, yeah. yeah. So I did. Um, I they have a lovely uh, random character generator on the website. Uh, so I used that, and I am a hermit that lives inside a cave. Um, and but it the world is disturbing him um and the call call of night uh, grows blacker than your cavern's gloom and it's irritating me i'm bitter and inferior and i uh, have an inferiority complex corpulent ravenous drooling insecure shit stirrer uh so, wow. so <laughs> <laughs> and we'll talk about uh whoever just left the room <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Like what if it's what if it's like a a, a buboed like plague zombie and you get rid of it out of the way and then yeah. someone just goes well I can't believe you said that wow <laughs> yeah, yeah. in terms of my equipment I've got some cool stuff I've got a whip um I've got some chewing tobacco I've got a a scroll which I'll tell you about when I um, um Ooh, he's got a scroll everyone any players in Merkberg mm-hmm. will know that's that's a danger and the last thing I have three monkeys that ignore me but love me. No way! <laughs> Shut up! That's, That's amazing. amazing. That's the most you thing you could draw. That's yep. so sick. Yeah, and they all have like they have like three. They have three hit points, and they have a bu- a punch and a bite of D four. So that's good. You know? Yeah, I know. That's I've seen right. that on the table. I was like, oh god, I hope these guys get a meat shield because <laughs> this game is fucking. Well, I definitely need it because I have one hit point. Um, <laughs> to I may be dead. <laughs> just always fly my pretties fly <laughs> yeah 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 um i really want to yeah. know what the monkeys are called but i guess we're gonna leave that till we start the game yeah oh yeah you will don't worry yeah and in terms of my like abilities they're all pretty rubbish there i've got a zero in strength uh well plus zero in strength a minus one in agility a minus zero um, a zero in presence and a minus one in toughness <laughs> so all around pretty good pretty good yeah yeah old, old whippy whippy brian whippy bitchy brian um, yeah. with his monkey shield uh, <laughs> and his absolute death wish yeah amazing great uh Co- colin dare so i my, yeah yeah my character is a fanged deserter uh, which is great. I'd love that straight away. Being a fang deserter is just amazing. I do as well. I, I, and I can read the, I can read the first two lines of the fang deserter's uh, class thing from memory because it's one of the most striking things in the book. If I may, Colin. Yeah, um, go for it. You've always had thirty loyal friends who you can depend upon. Your teeth. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it. That's basically what it says. It's so good. I love that. Disloyal, deranged, simply uncontrollable. Any group that didn't boot you out left you anyway. Uh, But your parliament of teeth, enormous, protruding, thick and sharp, have always been your allies. I love that description. It's so, so cool. I'm snobbish. I'm nosy. My face is covered in pustules, bite my nails, and I save them for later. I I feel like his teeth (laughs) were normal when he was born. And, uh, you know, in his teenage years... He had nothing to do, so he just took a file to them and sharpened them into, like, you know, just uh, just really spiky teeth. That's what happened. 
you know and now he's got these kind of little spikes some of them have been replaced with like screws and nails and stuff you know like when when people have their teeth veneered and they take their veneers out they've got like those little uh spikes in their gums have you ever yeah. seen that like that that's things like that sticking in his mouth as cool as well which is kind of cool almost like little drill bits <laughs> which is kind of sick yeah so uh he's he's cool he's nice i won't i won't describe him just yet but his name is skibbity rogers skibbity rogers with the t skibbity rogers with a t yeah monkey brian he's got a few more hit points than brian um you know which is <laughs> which is easy to do um yeah but he he's he's got a little bit of strength not much agility nothing in presence and even less in toughness so we'll, we'll see how he goes he's got a brilliant sword though he's got this the brown scimitar of golgenbeck oh wow golgenbeck dinking sword you pulled from a military shit ditch which is great so <laughs> military shit ditch. <laughs> yeah man you yeah. um you're probably not very popular in Galgenback then, I imagine, if you took that from a military shit ditch. Or <laughs> yeah, probably not. Ma- to be fair. Maybe it was latrine duty, and you know, m- maybe you were doing everyone a favour. I don't, I don't know, Skibbity. That's a question for Skibbity. Yeah, um, we'll find out in game. And finally, the most recently rolled character uh, of them all, um, Dan. All right. Uh, so I have rolled up. Uh, my character is called Terry Ratblood. Um, I wanted to give him like a metal kind of name. Nice, nice. well done. I've added that in there. Uh, He doesn't have a class. Am I meant to have a class? No, that's fine. If you rolled rolled completely organically from start, you don't have a class. Okay, so he's classless, um, (laughs) which I think will fit with this world. Um, he's, he's got. A, I'm looking at a lot of zeros on this (laughs) character sheet. Um, for in terms of the stats, not a lot of hit points. Um, I've got a stick. Um, I've got heavy armor. Um. (laughs) I've got nothing else. I own nothing else in the world. I own a stick. <laughs> I own my armor. Um, he is wasteful, which probably explains his lack of things. He's shrewd, which is inexplicable. Uh, he has a limp. Uh, he is a nihilist, and he hates trees. Uh, <laughs> that is that, that is what life is like in Terry Rapplus world. Wow. <laughs> Tree-hating Terry, skibbity with the teeth, and whippy monkey Brian. Um <laughs> Probably about the level of unexpected from the Danger Club playing a game like Merkel. <laughs> yeah. uh, and better. Uh, I could not have come up with these by myself. Um, I, I hasten to add, uh, listeners, that there is a table to roll on um, or just to choose from if you wanted a slightly Swedish, uh, slightly heavy metal sounding name. All of my players have eschewed that table and chosen Brian, Skibbity, and Terry. <laughs> 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 That's yeah. excellent. Good, 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 good. I mean, it, it means that I'm the only guy who's going to be trying to pronounce umlauts in Swedish for the next couple of hours. <laughs> so maybe they did the sensible thing. Um, apologies to all, any and all Swedish listeners. Um, oh, I'm I'm not going there. We had a Swedish character in Danger Files, and I've been hitting the French character button a lot on the main <laughs> show. I'm I'm not going for any European accents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well. Um, well, we'll see how this goes. Um, uh, there are some things you should know about this world, uh, both listeners and the club, because uh, this is the first time playing it. Um, this world is doomed. There is very likely no stopping this doom, so get used to it. Everybody else has. The two-headed basilisks that run their own church have said so. They have proclaimed the world's doom. 
no one cares about anything and everybody is coming up with their own ways of meeting the coming apocalypse with eyes wide open. There have been a series of biblical disasters called miseries and there will be at least two more. Necrobel, the god within plague, contaminated crops and the drops of violently spilled blood waits for all. So there we are. It's a cheery game. Um, <laughs> the ability to change the world. Uh, and it, with that said, but, uh, guys, do you have any more like questions or things you want to point out or like poke out or like things you don't know? Literally right. everything. Everything I don't know. <laughs> I'm terrified about this is. Dan right. thought up that name like two seconds before he said it. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, we don't want to overheat uh, Dan's CPU too much. Um, so, without any further ado, Dangerlings and Danger Club, let us begin. Yeah, Kurgus. Desolation rolls over Kurgus like a frost barren wind. The lawless and forlorn trek across its ice-racked expanse, crawling over the plains or cowering in the cracked earth to flee blood, Countess Anthelia. North, where the wind is born, lies Alliance, a storm-piercing spire city of black glass. Within stands a castle like a waterfall of white stone, the throne of Anthelia. She as pale as her castle's walls, as youthful as a drop of melting ice. Some say she is eternally young. The gulls cry the names of knights who sought her hand, a reminder that suitors and signs of Anthelia's age disappear in conjunction. But who listens to a gull? And in Kyrgyz, even gulls freeze in the cold that rolls from the dreams of the Countess, dreams of her unending youth. And in the throne room of Alliance in uh, in Kyrgyz is where we will begin our horrid little tale. Uh, you three are gathered, freezing, um, near the white slick walls, which are as disorienting as the permafrosted glass in the throne room of Alliance. There are marble busts looming over you with disturbing lifelike quality. Clouds of incense wash over them closely, and several heavily armed and cloaked guards watch over you even closer. You may notice uh, one of the marble busts. In fact, do you know what? Let's get our first roll of the game, shall we? Can everyone roll a present? So everyone just roll a d20 and add your presence modifier. Mine is 11. Nine. Four. Great. Colin, um, Colin, your character, um, you are the only one that noticed that uh, one of the busts is in fact, um, is actually a helmet. Everyone else, everyone, all the other ones look so uh, lifelike, but this one is actually a helmet. Uh, and you notice after a few seconds, there is just a blip, blip, blip. Uh, you look down underneath the bust table and uh, you notice there is a, a bright r scarlet ribbon of blood dripping onto the icy floor. Um, this helmet contains the freshly severed head of a knight who presumed to take the Countess's hand. 
blood countess Adelia um, at her court stands before you um, on an icy sort of like uh, plinth um, with several of her guards all around you in the confusing myriad labyrinthine weird permafrost place of the throne room in Allianz. She speaks and wavers in a fierce icicle-like gown um, and a crown that looks like it pierces her very skull, her white swept hair uh, trailing all the way back down her body um, in a tumble, in a, in, a, in a lethal tumble of snowfall down her back. I acknowledge that the gathered here are criminals. They are the forsworn. They are doomed outcasts. The court acknowledges them and wishes them a better life in the bountiful lands of Kyrgyz. I would entreat them, but first I would know them by name. She doesn't look at you, but you are prompted to introduce yourselves. And whilst you're at it, describe what your character looks like. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who's going to go first? I think that's up to you, Colin. I think we can <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, so standing there, five, three, tall, is a bald, grey, kind of skinned man with a really big smile, but he's not showing his teeth just yet. Big wide eyes, wearing like a leather jacket with some big spikes on his shoulders. Underneath, nothing much else, just a, a leather mankini uh, with <laughs> with little nipple clamps holding it, uh, holding it in place, um, and uh, leather knee-high boots. Do you know what I mean? With little spikes on the on the toes as well little spikes just coming off there um so there we go that's what he looks like a little sword hanging off his belt because it's not going to be on his back that's silly do you know what i mean uh and he says my name is skibbity rogers ow <laughs> you just step on something <laughs> yeah he sort of tripped on his own spike and it hit him in his knee sort of thing and <laughs> ow that hurt I, i'm hurting it's really cold you know so you know when it's like really cold outside and someone flicks your ears like yeah. it's like that so it doesn't really hurt that much because it's really cold it hurts even yeah. more um yeah, absolutely absolutely he's got like little leather gloves and like fingerless gloves as well. oh he's got leather fingerless gloves so he's probably yeah, not gonna yeah. he's probably gonna get hypothermia that's good <laughs> <laughs> yeah um uh well before I, I was introducing this game to the guys i i was, I was like think maybe like with us maybe if Werner herzog directed monty python and the holy grail um but with colin's gone Full bondage episode, Rick and Morty. Full. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Great, cool. Skibby. We don't know Werner's preferences. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. I think we can yeah. guess at them. But yeah, probably, yeah. probably. You know, tell us in, in an hour-long monologue. Um, uh, good. Skibby Rogers um, hurts himself and introduces himself. Thanks very much. Who's next? Uh, clumping forwards um, is a, uh, a figure dressed. I, I'm going to just. I'm going to just kind of summarize it by saying Warhammer big um, 
just chunky plates, huge, like the his boots are he's wearing full plate armor. The, the armor is black. Uh, it has spikes coming out of every conceivable angle. Um, every surface is fashioned to look like a skull uh, or a skull with fire on it or a skull with its mouth open with another skull in the middle of it. And some of them have their mouths open and have like a middle finger um, on it. And he has a cape <coughs> down the back that is, is tatty and he has a big banner um, hanging above him uh, with a picture of a tree on it with a big cross through it. Um, he's holding a stick. Um, he has a skull on his head uh, and his face looks kind of like a like a, an accountant. Um, he's got kind of little moustache and little spectacles. I think I've seen this guy at Comic-Con one time. <laughs> <Definitely>. <laughs> he looks like he spent months on the costume and then was like, I want to shave off the moustache. I just, I, I have to grow it back. Just kind of stuck with it. Didn't want to go. Didn't want to plump for contacts. He steps, steps forward. and says, oh, I, I, "Hello, I'm, I'm Terry Ratblad. Um, hail and metal uh, to you. <laughs> I, um, I'm here on a quest to uh, accumulate vast amounts of silver um, for my evil plans." Uh, of I'm going to build a palm oil plantation, wipe out a forest, <laughs> <laughs> fuck trees. Yeah, very nice. No one asked of your plans, Terry of the Rat Blood. Ah, uh, my plans don't matter. Nothing matters. I'm a nihilist. Do you want me to explain what that means? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very good. Uh, and finally, uh, stepping forward. Uh, is just sort of like an overweight, just a slightly podgy uh, man. Uh, he's got medium length hair in side curtains. Um, he's got kind of glasses that I'm wearing at the moment. Like, I mean, the podcast won't be able, the listeners won't be able to hear, but they're like quite 70s, but they're cracked, obviously, because it's, you know, post-apocalyptic. Um, he's got a five o'clock shadow. Um, he's got, he's quite dirty. Um, he's got a really awkward smile and he's like fashioned clothes out of like animal hides and leather and stuff. Um, and, uh, behind him, turn, uh, like sitting on the floor with their back to him, uh, is three capture monkeys as well. Um, and he steps forward and goes, um, hello, I'm uh, Brian. Nice, nice to meet you. Uh, um, these are these are my monkeys. Um, this one's bitey. This one's um, um, this one's slappy, and uh, this one's Margaret. I named him named him after my ex-wife. Um. Are you checking your notes for those three clearly made up monkey names? <laughs> no, definitely no, 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 no. I thought one of them was just called Mmm. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Um Cool. So despite uh brooking no prompting whatsoever, um, one of you has explained your your own personal quest, despite what you're being given here, and the other one has introduced his monkeys to the courtroom <laughs> in Alliance. The capital of Kurgus, the frozen wasteland. Um, <laughs> good gents. Um, 
The court acknowledges these three downtrodden people and wishes them in return for mighty rewards to perform a quest for the court of Kurgus. A sacred item has been lost to me. An item in a place known as Tveland, in a place called the Hollow Sarcophagus. It is sacred to me and sacred to my people and sacred to this season. No! It is a music box. <laughs> this music box will play a merry tune to light the way of my people. And it contains a magic which will slow the world from the next misery. And in my kingdom, I will contain them all in a crystal ball, an ice ball of delight and freeze them away. From the miseries of the world. Yes. Uh, um, okay. Sorry. Um, just quickly asking, uh, how much sort of monetary uh, sort of s thing will we get from? You will be given citizenship of Kurgus. You will be allowed to walk its hallowed frosted streets. Can I just ask? You will be shut up. <laughs> <laughs> You, you make me wail again. You, you will be given gifts from the Frost Fair. Oh. Oh. Can we? Can we and can we, no, I haven't finished. <laughs> really hard to At tell. pausing. <laughs> and you may ask a favor of this court if you succeed. Is that not a frozen cornucopia of delights that would tempt even the most damned souls such as yourselves. May I just ask, what kind of gifts? She um, pointedly doesn't look at you. In fact, she's not looking at any of you in the eye. Um, she's just sort of looking around you and then up at the ceiling. She 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 deigns to answer this question, uh, Skibidi. Well, I just, I just wanted to know... Um, uh, can I have a... Because uh, I live in a cave, uh, but I, I, every day I come out and there's always noise and, and stuff, and I, I like my privacy. And I like um, just, you know, sitting there in the silence and there's some work going on outside my cave and, and the monkeys always are... And then I go outside and there's other people there. I just want to be left alone in a cave away from everyone. Is there somewhere that I could do that? First off, name the work, Ross. What work is going on outside of your cave? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's there's a there's a there's another fella out and it lives next door to me. You're a hermit. <laughs> You've got a neighborhood for a fucking hermit. <laughs> exactly. It's bloody annoying. So <laughs> he's bloody knocking on he's bloody putting up spikes and nailing cats to the bloody spikes. Spikes? Um, is it skibbity? <laughs> 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 
And I bloody me. I live uh, next door. Yeah, uh, I, I just want to be away from bloody Skibbity. I've oh, is that is that the cave street? I was thinking about getting a cave. Oh, down. there's a nice cave the next to me. Like. You can go into on the other side. Oh, yeah, fantastic. That, no, don't do, no, no. <laughs> there is a reason why I have chosen disparate damned souls for this task. Is it because we're downtrodden and we are easily expendable? She looks at the ceiling and deigns to answer. <laughs> what is she no. looking at up there? What is, <laughs> is there? Like, is there like something on the ceiling that she's... Uh, there's more yeah, frost. Um, there's also a weird, like, mosaic mural of what you presume to be the Countess Anthelia's, um, like, bloodline, but it sort of only looks like there's one person up there and lots of circles around her. Oh. Pretty sailing. Uh, no outsiders must know about this quest. Oh, is that? Have you finished what you I mean, were saying? Because I'm not sure anymore. Ah! I mean, we're we're very antisocial. I think it's unlikely we'll be telling any any outsiders about anything. Really, I don't really have monkeys. any friends. That was the other thing I was going to mention. Thanks for reminding me, Ross. Um, it's a good thing we're in fantasy because Capuchin monkeys in a frozen tundra, <laughs> uh, they yeah. would be dead. I'm just going to put it out there. Um, they would have died. Oh, they're like the ones in Japan. That, no, they've like, got go little the leather jackets on. They've got little leather jackets on. You can't on have three that. Philippes. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, she... Um, she doesn't de deign to answer the monkeys, although she does actually look at them. She is the, the, the monkeys are the one thing um, out of you all that she does look at. Um, uh, yeah, don't worry about the little bitey boy. Uh, he, uh, uh, Brian goes to pick him up. Like, you know, one of those kids that doesn't want to be picked up, like pushes his arms away. It's <laughs> like, he, he bloody loves me. He does look at him. He can't bloody, he can't bloody take it off of me. Yeah. Oh. It doesn't look like. Oh, he, he loves me. Look at him. It look at it. And I try it really to. He looks like he wants you to. <laughs> I started like scruff, scruffing his head and he's just, he starts to bite me. Ah, see, he's biting me with love, boy. He's like, he loves me. He looks agitated. <laughs> As you pick up the monkey and this awful display of parentage happens, the, the Countess leans her head back. Oh. <laughs> Does that mean we got to be quiet? Or Find the music box in the hollow sarcophagus in Tverland and return and you shall be rewarded. Right, you are. Sounds, sounds music easy. box. Sounds easy. We can right. find a music yeah. box. Yeah. Although I feel it necessary box, to point out the fundamental pointlessness of this task. As I've explained, uh, have I mentioned that I'm a nihilist? Um, before? <laughs> you, um, you are ushered out of the uh, the frozen throne room uh, of Alliance, um, down towards the the steps of the the sleek, intimidating castle that is. Um, where there is a um, a, a depressing uh, and sallow um, frost fair gathered around the steps. There is no one really frequenting it, but there are traders there looking glumly. Uh, as you're walking there, one of the guards um, with a thick helmet uh, wrapped round cloaks, clunking, uh, escorting you down to the steps, um, just turns to uh, Terry and goes, I'm a nihilist too. Oh, well... Oh. I'd say it's good to meet you, but it's not. 
It's horrible to me. <laughs> no, it's, it's just I'm entirely ambivalent towards it. Oh, I'm ambivalent as well. Oh, well, have an entirely neutral, uh, gradual procession towards no, the no, end. We, we've, we've got we've got a <laughs> couple of minutes before um, we get down to the steps. So, uh, what's your name, boy? What my name? Yeah, boy. Dargo. All right, Dargo. Not that it matters. And then he nudges oh. Terry. Uh, uh, you sound very uh, cheerful for a nihilist over there, uh, Dargo. Well, you know, we've got to march towards the, 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 the end with our eyes wide open. And and I'm, I'm doing so under the banner of Count Blood Countess Anthelia. And it's great and I can't wait to die. <laughs> you ever seen a monkey eat a man's face off, boy? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a terrible sight. Couldn't sleep for days, boy. I kept seeing the man's face in my dreams, boy. Did one of your monkeys do that? Oh no, they're they're tiny, boy. They wouldn't even. They can't even peck a a banana off a tree, boy. Tell me, how does a monkey peck? Well, they use their little peckers, boy. <laughs> their their penises. You did ask. <laughs> I did ask. Uh, these are these are well trained, boy. Look at them. They're, at the moment, they're just sort of just wandering around, just picking up fruit from little stalls if there is there's, any. There's um, no in the the barren's <laughs> frozen wasteland. They're there just is eating no snow. Fruit. They're eating sn- uh, yellow snow. They're they just eating snow. yellow, <laughs> yellow uh, snow. Ah, <laughs> uh, remind me to hang draw and quarter the people who keep peeing near the steps of Allianz. <laughs> <laughs> um, you you make it down to the frost fair um underneath the shrouds of the tapestries uh, and the cloth uh, above the the shambled assembled seasonal markets um in the shadows there is in fact one figure a hulking figure um that speaks from within a shroud um and is is mildly surprised at all your arrival um pushes forward into the meek pale anemic light of kurgus and and goes, hello, stranger. Who are you talking to, boy? Are you talking to me? Or oh, 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 sorry. Shouldn't you say strangers, you? boy? No, everyone's a stranger to me. <laughs> what's your name, hulking figure? <laughs> yeah, what's your name? Stranger. Oh, oh you're a stranger. Oh, your name is Stranger. That's strange. Yeah. Hello, stranger. <laughs> Wait, are you talking to yourself or... Uh... Are you talking about yourself in the third person? It's very unclear. Yeah, we're unclear yeah. here. We don't know what's going on. <laughs> he gestures a meaty hand at the gathered goods. Um, and you may uh, you may spend some of your excess silver um, here at the Frost Fair. Now then, um, I remind you that one of you only has one hit point. Um, <laughs> and there is stuff to buy here. I'm just going to put it out there. Just do as you wish. Oi, oi, boy. Um, there is, there are things, things to buy here. Useful things. No, no weapons or armor, but lots of plenty of other useful things. Oi, boy. You ever, you ever stomped on a chicken's head, boy? Yeah. Yeah. Good, in it? Three. Yeah. Last right. week. Stranger. <laughs> all right. Well, listen, I'm, um, I'm not a very, uh, uh, um, powerful and chickens. I'm not a very powerful man, and I just wondered if uh, I could, uh, buy some, um, potions, boy. Like some healing potions. Because I'm not very, I'm not a very 
my uh, my ex-wife used to say I was a weak man because uh, I never. Well, you see, I didn't have the upper body strength um, because I spent most of my days running away, boy. So um, my legs were very strong, but my upper body strength was a very good, boy. So uh, have you got any potions that I can frequent from you, stranger? Got a medicine box, stranger. How much is that? Fifteen silver, stranger. Yeah, I'll tell you that, boy. Thank you. Um, the medicine box uh, comes in a little horrible, grim little tin. Um, the contents inside will stop bleeding or infection and give you D6 HP, which is probably useless to you because if you lose your one HP that you have, (laughs) you're dead. So the the restoring of any HP, your one HP character, (laughs) is largely redundant. But I like that you've bought it anyway. Um, What's your present score? Uh, It is zero. Cool. You have four uses of this medicine box. Yeah. Um, have you have you got anything that brings someone back from the dead, boy? <laughs> he gestures to another stand. Uh, there is um, a very well-wrapped person-like shape, um, which is marked as costing 66 silver pieces. Oh, I can't afford that, boy. Spend all my money on a stranger. I spent all my money on an irrelevant uh, medicine box. (laughs) 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 Oh, wait, hold on. Do you, perchance, want to buy something from me if I sell it to you, boy? Maybe, stranger. How about one of my monkeys? Capuchin monkeys, they're very rare in the tundra, boy. Ross, I just want to point out that the monkeys so far are better stats than your character. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. You're giving away all your hit points. All right. Basically. How about this? Chewing tobacco. My ex-wife used to hate me uh, chewing tobacco, so it brings me back terrible memories of when uh, I saw her making love to my next-door neighbour. I'm sorry about that again. <laughs> <laughs> it was a she terrible came, sight. She came all to me. I didn't do anything. <laughs> I came just... inside and I, I saw, I saw her ass up in the air. And, <laughs> and we don't need to know it... the details, stranger. Oh, she asked me to come around to nail some cats to the wall, and I did. And then all of a sudden, I don't know what happened, but her and I, we got into a cat fight. I just want you to know that I'm resisting the urge to make a nailing pussy joke so hard. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Listen. So I told her, I told, what are you doing? And she, she said he was a better man than I will ever be. He was be. a better man than you'll ever be. That's why <laughs> You successfully said. make the creepy trader <laughs> merchant who is alone in a depressing frost fair. You succeed in making him deeply uncomfortable. <laughs> to the point where even in this frozen, cold, barren landscape, beads of sweat inexplicably appear on his liver spot dappled forehead. Um, he, he gestures urgently to the to the chewing tobacco in your hand and goes, hey, one silver, stranger, one silver. Oh, don't worry about it, boy. I'll just keep it. All right, stranger. She said to say hi, by the way. Uh, yeah. Uh, and he takes out some chewing tobacco himself <laughs> and starts to chew on it. Um. Um, also on sale here, uh, uh, there are bear traps, 
um crucifixes of varying uh, things grappling hooks um dried food uh lock picks uh hooks lantern oil lard a ladder um uh meat cleavers manacles metal files mirrors uh poisons um torches toolboxes uh tents um needles water skins um there's even a couple of shadily labeled scrolls yeah um stranger have you ever if you uh, ever covered, have you ever covered yourself in lard and shoved you down yourself in a in a uh, caving system? Boy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you get the feeling he's lying. Yeah, I have stranger. So I throw in a penny down a well, boy. What's a penny? A penny of uh, a penny farthing, boy. Oh, that makes a lot more sense now. You've explained it, stranger. <laughs> now I've got a lot more context, stranger. I'm going to take one of those medical boxes as well. Well, you Thank can you have... Very much. Well, see, <laughs> seeing as you're a superior man and making love to my ex-wife, you can... <laughs> <laughs> you, can uh, you can have this one, if you like. Um, just tell Margaret I love her still. Um, but uh, anyway, yeah, you take that. Um, uh, it's on me. Boy, don't worry. Well, I'll get another one as well, just in case. So I got two now. Just, just to recap, one of the monkeys is called Margaret. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. That's, that's the thread. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, 15 silver to you, spiky stranger. Uh, thank you very much. I'd like, ah! I'd like to buy your largest tent, please. 12 silver, stranger. Fantastic. Um... And um, I would also like, uh, I would also like fire or implements for creating fire. Torch and toolbox. Yeah, twenty-two sounds, silver, stranger. Sounds lovely. All right, I will have some of that, and the rest of it I will spend on the rest of my money. I will spend on lard. Hang on, let me get. <laughs> Maybe get I'll take abacus. one of those um, lock picks as well. Lock pick, stranger. Mm. I want to break into things, dear stranger. Maybe. Oh, breaking and entering, stranger. <laughs> they don't let me. They don't normally let me sell things at the Frost Fair that are you clearly use for illegal things, stranger. But times are hard. We got no one at the Frost Fair. We need a music <laughs> box, stranger. Yeah. <laughs> well, how much is that? Like? Five silver, stranger. Locked Done. Up. There you go. And the large stranger. My, yeah. My, so my. I've got the uh, I've got the massive tent. I've got the uh, the torch. And the stuff for making fire, and uh, then I'd like thirty-three silvers worth of lard, please. Uh, ooh, <laughs> tasty stranger. I'm extraordinarily wasteful, um, <laughs> <laughs> so, so I feel it necessary to spend all of my money. On, you get on. six abnormally large linen-wrapped <laughs> chunks of lard each. <laughs> I will. I will hasten to add. Each one of these chunks may function, if you're not using it to make things slippy, then it may function as five meals. Like, if if the monsters or the heretics don't kill you in this game, your forced diet choices will. The, the things you can buy are dried food and fruit and lard. And that's the only thing to eat in Merkborg. Yeah. <laughs> I've already got some lard in my pack, which is kind of cool. I rolled that.
Excuse, excuse oh. me, uh, stranger. Hello, stranger. I've, uh, I've, I've, I've had a look at your items on this uh, desk, and I would like to purchase from you a uh, model bird. Um, thank you. A model bird, thank you. <laughs> Are you drumming, though? No. I've got the, the D100 mundane items list. Oh, you're going for the D100 mundane? I was going for the useful equipment page, yeah. Uh. <laughs> Forgive me. <laughs> You do not know us, sir. Uh. I'd like, I'd like to have this model bird. Um, can I have a um, this uh, this wig, please? Because um, I'll give it to um, uh, I've forgotten her name already, Margaret. Margaret. Yes, give it to Margaret. <laughs> and can I have this unpleasant smell as well? <laughs> he, he gives you the things, buying the unpleasant spell smell and then finally he just looks at you and stretches out a warty tongue licks his meaty palm and then just slaps you on the head <laughs> your forehead oh, now stinks it's like hairy morning breath oh that you this is like my bloody get waking up next to my bloody ex-wife <laughs> god it's like please stop talking about your ex-wife stranger <laughs> Yeah, uh, you do, yeah. Thirty silver pieces, stranger, all told. Thirty. Um, okay, I'll have to uh, give you back the uh, the the model bird. Um, <laughs> just no refunds on the unpleasant smell, stranger. <laughs> yeah, I'll just say the unpleasant smell, then, boy. Yeah, thank you very much. <laughs> I'll take I'll take one of those scrolls. Fifty silver for a scroll, stranger. Oh, you don't know I if it's this. sacred or unclean, stranger. And neither do I. I don't want to <clears> find out, stranger. I'll take it. 50 silver. There you go. Have you got 50 silver? Yeah, man. I rolled like 92. Whoa. <laughs> so now I'm down <laughs> to 22. Right. Uh, sorry, I rolled 90, 97. And yeah. So, so. You've got a scroll. Skibbity Rogers hands over a weighty 50 silver pieces for for one of these scrolls where was he keeping it as well because like he's wearing like <laughs> i mean i'm just going by the class mechanic in your team uh, <laughs> yeah maybe just all in his gums like a hamster he's just pulling it out like <laughs> i feel like the fanged deserter does most things with their teeth i think it's an easy gimme um anyway um colin i want you to roll a d10 okay a D10. It's as, a 10. As this... Oh, God. As the as you pick up the scroll and hand over your silver, there is an ominous chime in the back of your head or maybe just resounding from your back four molars um, as you take the scroll and feel it thrumming with power. Um, you are, are gifted with the knowledge of what it contains, and you know that this is... The unclean scroll of death. Whoa. Jesus. Um, what is your uh, presence score? My presence yeah. is zero. Cool. Roll me a D4. It is a one. Cool. You can use this scroll once a day. And let me tell you, we are all thankful for that. Because <laughs> okay, okay. when you use this scroll... When you speak its filthy words um, and bark its its arcane heresy into existence, uh -huh. um, all creatures within 30 feet lose a total of 4d10 hit points. Jesus. 
4d10 hit points 4d10 hit points you've just been given a very small nuke (laughs) wow that's crazy i feel the power i feel the power uh the stranger looks sadly over at the scroll and it's like i think i should have been charging more for that stranger (laughs) (laughs) i think maybe you should this is probably worth quite a lot more oh well doesn't matter anyway, it's going to be no frost fair, stranger, not unless the music box comes back, stranger. Might as well buy everything. Skimity. Yeah. Um, what you got there in your hand, boy? Uh, it's a scroll. Oh, yeah, what does it do then, boy? It's called... Uh, is it the unclean? <laughs> yes, it's an unclean scroll. And unclean the- scroll of death. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I've got an unpleasant smell on my forehead, boy. So what are you going to do about that, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're, you're making a comparison here. No one's no one's tried to do that. Yeah. So, Brian, no one's no one's judging. No one's well, saying anyone. Well, my ex-wife used to else. judge my little penis all the time, boy. She always said it was small, but I actually think it was actually average, so... Leave this place, stranger. <laughs> You've got what you came for, please. I beg of you, strangers. Just leave. <laughs> Oh. Go and leave us to our frostbitten nihilism. Take your brand of torture elsewhere, stranger. <laughs> I tell you what, I wish I'd bought a bag. <laughs> Just stuffing torches <laughs> and lard into every bit of my armour. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you got some tents, some torches. Um, Colin, you got abominable arcane power. Ross bought a wig for his monkey. <laughs> <laughs> and, and a medicine box as well. Yeah, which you gave to Skibbity. My favorite. <laughs> <laughs> the mechanic is in um in 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 Merkborg. When you get knocked down to zero hit points, um you you are out of combat for D four rounds, and then you come back with D four hit points. So <laughs> so you actually stand a good chance of being more powerful <laughs> once you get KO'd. Um, however, it is a dangerous game to play because you have if you ever fall below zero hit points, that is as soon as you hit negative one, you instantaneously die. So right. it's it's a dangerous game to play, Ross. <laughs> so if I don't if if you if I don't roll anything apart from a one, I'm dead. If you take two hit points, you are out of the game entirely. <laughs> uh, like those uh <laughs> If you strike me down in a very specific <laughs> manner, I will become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. <laughs> With two hit points, maybe. Yeah. Um, anyway, excellent. Nicely done, team. You walk away from the Phosphor, um, uh, away from the steps of Allianz and into the unknown towards Tveland. Set upon your quest to retrieve the music box for Blood Countess Anthelia in Kyrgyz um, from the hollow sarcophagus with an unpleasant smell, um, a tent with no bag and abominable <laughs> arcane power. Um, I personally wouldn't have it any other way. Congratulations. <laughs> do you have anything else you wish to say or do before we wrap this episode up here? Have I mentioned I'm a nihilist? <laughs> And no, that's no, where no. we'll leave it for tonight. Hey. Oh, Scott, thank you. This that is was yeah. fun, man. Yeah, really fun. Nice. Oh, See I you in a horrid, horrid fortnight, everybody. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.